Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Pixel Refresh Podcast. I'm your host, Marco Rodriguez, and I'm joined, as always, by Mario Amaral. What's up, buddy? What's up, man? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. Can't complain. Weather's been really good lately. Yeah, seriously. The weather's been awesome. It's been it's been incredible. It's a welcomed change. Yes, when it comes seriously. To even but even yesterday, like it wasn't it wasn't super hot in the morning. It was actually quite a bit chilly. Uh and I like I took a ride to my mom's house to she's on vacation, so I just went to check on the house. Uh and like okay. it was just nice to have like a cool breeze and then later on in the day it actually warmed up, so it was. It was, really it was nice. a really nice day yesterday. It was like that that perfect weather where you could stay outside and not dread it and not want to go into AC immediately, but you yeah. could actually just hang out. Yeah, yeah, no, I yeah, seriously. Like it's it was like the perfect summer weather. Like the stuff that you wish all summer was like. Oh, know. for sure. Uh so what have you been up to, dude? Um I see I've on the list to... on, on the list here you've you've added a couple of movies, so I'm assuming you've been watching some stuff. I have been watching some movies. Actually, let me look at that list because I've watched so many <laughs> movies I forget. Um I've yeah. watched uh I think we talked about this on the podcast that didn't make it to air, but I did watch the quiet a uh, quiet place. Yeah, so how'd you feel? Okay. Did I so did I, I overhype it for you? I don't know. I I honestly <laughs> I think possibly a little bit overhyped. I it was a great film. Okay. Great film. I had like a million questions by the end. You know yeah. what I mean? I just had so many questions like uh but I kind of you know when you watch a film and you go over and you go to YouTube and you're like uh I think I got it, but let me see what somebody else thinks. Yeah. <laughs> it yeah, actually yeah. meant, right? So the really cool concept of it is um they're n- <clears throat> I don't know if this is spoiling it by any means, but I don't well, think well, so. Spoiler alert, skip to like a minute or two minutes ahead if this ends up being I don't, a spoiler. It, it's, yeah, I don't even think it's a spoiler. Everybody okay. knows these creatures are there and uh, they attack anybody with sound, right? Yes, 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 yes. So the main, the main thing is, are they just there to kill humans because they can hear them? Or are they a creature that doesn't like sound? Which if you watch the movie, you'll get more info into you know, maybe why they don't like sound. Anyways, the main thing is they're not going to kill you unless you're making a sound. Now, the question is, is it because they can find you or is it just because they can live side by side? They just don't like noise for whatever reason. Either it harms them or like, I don't want to ruin it if anyone's going to watch a movie. I, I, I would make the immediate assumption that the reason that they try to stay quiet is because the monsters or the creatures go to is kill whatever's making noise. Right. But is it because it's making noise? Cause there's, um, they, well, it is because they it's making kill. noise. No, they no, I, I understand that. But what I mean is, are they doing it just because like, okay, you, you drop something, let's say a, a squirrel comes out and it makes some noise. They kill it because they want to kill everything. Yeah. Or is it just because they don't want the sound? The oh, sound... You, you're actually, you, you want to know what the monster's motivation is. The motivation. I don't think the motivation is I'm going to kill you because you, because you're living. They could just be walking around. Like um, they could be um, like, uh, what's the word here? When you're like looking for something, you're going like. Um, I, I don't know what word you're trying to Sweeping. They could be sweeping areas. Okay. And looking for things to kill. Right. Yeah. But that's not what they're doing. They're killing anything that makes sound. So they're just killing you. They're just they don't want sound like um, with us right now. As a human being, you know, certain things we wouldn't want, like we wouldn't want to live in a place where, uh, let's say, a certain amount of pollution was made. But if that pollution wasn't there, we could survive. <clears throat> Whatever this 
you know, creature is, this alien creature is. Yeah. They just don't like sound. Wherever they came from, That's a good there's theory. no sound. Like, um, And this goes back to them having like super sensitive eardrums, right? Yeah. So if you're not making a sound, they're not just killing you because they don't end up eating the prey. It's not like it's for food or just to take... It's like you're making that sound. They'll live side by side as long as you're not making that sound. Yeah. They don't care that you're there. Just don't be making uh, noise so, so because... So basically, I feel like you answered your own question. I, that, I mean, that's my hi, uh, hypothesis, right? But, like, I, but watching the movie, they actually... They just tear you apart. It doesn't look like they eat you, so... No. So they're just so doing maybe it because... they are just killing because they're like, oh, that sounds too loud. I need to take out whatever's making that sound. Right. Right, kind so, of like, and then so maybe their right? motivation is it's too loud or that hurts their like senses because right, it is also the way they they find stuff directionally is by using that sound situation, right? And they they I've said this in one of the last podcasts. They give you some great glimpses into like what the inner structure of you know the creature's face is like for it to hear that sound. Right. At the same time, though. With me saying that, uh, even if you made a sound, yeah, and they're still around, and you stopped, they're still trying to look for you. So, I don't know. I don't know exactly what it is like. Is if you stop making the sound, yeah, I'm assuming they could still be trying to kill you because you could possibly make the sound again, and they don't want that. Um, yeah. We'll now we're, now we're getting. Yeah. Now we're getting. Yeah, I don't want to like get the really complexities into, so of, <laughs> of a creature's motivations for killing yeah. human beings and a movie that's not about the creatures, more about the human beings surviving in this very weird world. Yeah, it's but a, I like the creatures more it's than the a, humans. Screw the it's humans, a great man. movie. But you have a couple of other movies that you watched. Yeah. Uh, so I watched uh, Tomb Raider lately. Okay. I enjoyed it. Uh, okay. So I enjoyed it. <laughs> there's one little part, and I told my wife this. Though, I told Amanda. There's one little part that really bothers me, and I don't know if anyone who's watched this would be like. I kind of agree. Yeah. The way she, uh, um, Laura Croft, the way she screams and like yells, and I I don't know how to explain. Like she, it's. Laura Croft, I understand this is the origin, so she's very, like, young, girlish, right? But she's yeah, like, yeah. ah! Like, it sounds like, <laughs> I don't know, I don't like it. Like, okay. the way she's like, it's like, come on. It hey, just doesn't like, sound, like, realistic, or? It, maybe to her, like I just Maybe someone like it. wouldn't it's scream like, that way? Is that what you feel? No, I think maybe she, that's the way she screams, but if I was one of those creatures, I'd kill her instantly. <laughs> I don't like that sound. I just, I don't like the sound she makes when she's, like, afraid or grunting or, like, in pain. I don't yeah. like the sound she makes. I know it's a, such a stupid thing to say. Yeah, right? but I but, would say for an actress, it's, it's or even an actor, I don't want to discriminate here. I would say it's really hard to make those types of sounds, especially if you're not actually hurt. You know what I mean? You know what? Watch it and let me know. I will. I will. Watch it and let me know if that... But the rest of the movie... It was fine. They're they're definitely like this is an origin story. Yeah. So she's not the badass Laura Croft we know in later uh, years. Yeah, right? she's Laura this Croft from the first video right. game of recent time. Like I liked it. Yeah, I, I liked it. Um, I also watched. I just like the actress. She plays. Uh, if I'm correct, she was in Ex Machina. She played uh, the actual robot girl. Oh, and, was she? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty positive that's her. And uh, that was a great movie. And she she's a great actress. Like I want to see her in more things. Um, uh yeah and you watched annihilation as well annihilation i watched that last night that's another that's like a quiet uh, place there are so many like possibilities you have to interpret it your yeah. own way and take it in i really enjoyed it though it was good I, right it was really good yeah i, I really, really enjoyed, enjoyed it. it too i thought it was great i did 
I like the way they left it at the end. I yeah. like the way they they did that all. They you opened, know, it's they like, left it wide open for interpretation. They left it wide open for interpretation, and um, yeah, I, and I enjoyed you know it. I don't crazy? want to ruin it. The guy who made that, I'm pretty sure the guy who directed and wrote that film or wrote the screenplay for that film, because I'm pretty sure that film is based on a, a novel, uh, is the guy who created Ex Machina. Uh, that same guy who created the Ex Machina movie created that movie. And that's why, um, freaking what's his name's in it. The guy who plays the billionaire in Ex Machina is in it. He's the, he plays the, the husband. He plays the, the husband. husband. Yeah. 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 You're right. Yeah. I just realized that. Yeah. That is the guy who plays. Yeah. He's the one who's in that like forest area and owns that huge, uh, compound. Yeah. With yeah. all the, uh, Yeah. Yeah, it's, you're right. Yeah. Crazy, you, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was great. I thought like because it's one of those back and forth kind of movies. Yeah, where they start off at the ending and they take you back, and then they go back into the present. They take you back. So, but just by the end of it, it was so open to interpretation that you're just like, whoa, 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 hold on. What did you think about that? You know, I turned to him and I'm like, what did you think just happened? And then I, you know, yeah. I still looked up a YouTube video and got someone else's, but they thought exactly what I did. So yeah. it, it's open to whatever. And, and movies like that are great because like you could be watching it with like a group of people. And by the end, all of you've watched the exact same movie, but all of you have a different opinion. Different. Yeah. Different takeaways, different opinions. Yeah. yeah. You know what I Which watched awesome. recently? I watched Anon. I don't know if you watched it. Anon. That sounds so familiar. It sounds familiar because you said you wanted to watch it. It's on Netflix. I haven't watched it then. Is that the uh, the That's one? That's the one the... where you're like, it's like uh, Watch Dogs. Yes, I haven't okay. watched it. What'd you think? I, I watched that movie. <laughs> it's uh, very why? interesting. It's like a super good interesting, interesting? concept. Good, very okay. interesting, like very good interesting. Okay. Um, it like it sort of takes place in a world where even something simple as a a money transaction is done with some sort of like on. AR display that you always see basically. So everybody's right. vision is constantly being recorded for memory purpose and they can go back. Every single person can go back and review what they've seen in the past couple of days. Um, and like, it turns out that there's someone going around killing people. And the interesting thing that they're doing is they are commandeering that person's vision. So to them, they're blind but what they do see is the the killer's point of view. And so they're oh, okay. watching this person approach their basically blind body, right? And kill them. And uh it's like wow. it's it's an it's an interesting film because it's like it's about a cop trying to solve this murder mystery basically. I think that might be my uh tonight movie. Uh but it's good. You should watch it. It's really good. It's mostly filmed in it. Toronto, uh and you could see a lot of like Toronto landmarks in it. You're like, "Wow, that's the Bay Adelaide Center. That's the Scotia Center. That's the TTC. That's like it's really cool." A lot of movies are filmed here in in Toronto. Yeah, but like it, it they always do a good job of not making of it covering so it obvious, up, right? right? Yeah. Where this one it's like it's literally obvious that it's filmed in Toronto. That's awesome. I'll have to check uh, it out. No, I'll watch that tonight for sure. And then you also watched uh, Every Day and Death Wish, I guess. So Death Wish is uh, I've heard Bruce terrible. Willis movies. Yeah, that's just <laughs> Bruce Willis has got a certain way of acting, almost like he, if this makes any sense, it's like anything that happens, he has no emotion. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Like, um, he just plays himself the, now. Yeah, he just, yeah, that's he plays basically himself what it in is. like Die Hard for every movie he's in now. 
Yeah. It's like at, at there's a point where like um his wife dies yeah. and he's just like, Oh, you died. That's terrible. Anyway, see you later. Um <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just it was just one of those movies where I'm like, oh, I got nothing to watch right now. I kind of want like a little bit of an action flick, and you know the concept is cool, like a, a vigilante, right? Yeah. Uh, but uh, what movie I do want to talk about is Every Day. So Every okay. Day is classified as really like a love story slash chick flick, right? Yeah. But the concept is really cool. So my wife wanted to watch this, and I was like, uh, I don't know, but the concept. Where, where so is basically, it? Is it on Netflix. No, I. I just watched it, you know, <clears throat> a very legal way. Okay, but um, yeah. I don't know where so, it's I mean, on, to it's be a honest. theater movie? That's what I'm trying to get at. Is I don't know. I don't think it's a theater movie. I don't know. I don't know, to be honest. So it just might be on some other service that's not Netflix. It might just be on some other service. Okay. So, so everybody go to started... justwatch.com and put in every day and then find out where this movie is. So this movie is about a girl and a boy. Okay, so I can't say that because it's not about a boy. So this... Okay. It's hard to explain. It's about two this, people. Okay, it's about two people who fall in love. But this one uh, person, I can't say if they're a man or a female or a boy. I can't even remember if they explained in the movie what they were born as originally. Okay. But basically, this, um, I'm going to call it, was born. And then every day, it changes body. Oh, It changes into a different body. Um, and... It only started realizing this as it got older because its parents started changing all the time. But uh, every time they try to, he... Um, so, I mean, he, like physically to, in the movie, does the actor change every day? Yes. So, so it's a, physically it's a, it's a different, different person playing It's the literally character. a different person playing the character. Wow, that's interesting. So, and it has to be someone nearby. So if they change countries or they went on a vacation. So they're only in there uh, for... So is this Until person midnight. an alien? No, they're not an alien. You don't know. If it's left open to you, right? They're not. Cha- they're not like uh, changing bodies, as in like body snatchers. They're. They don't know why this is happening. They were born this way. Yeah, they have they no like, control. They're like over a chameleon it. in a sense. Like they transform. Like they, they don't transform. It's into a different no. person. No. No. It's it's their soul goes into that other person. If you want to call it a soul. Interesting. Okay. So their soul goes into that other person and pushes away that other person's soul to the side and takes over for a day. Okay. So they take over for a day. The other person can still kind of remember little bits here and there. This uh, this thing can allow them to remember more or remember less. Yeah. And this thing also has the ability. And I say thing because it's not a female. It's it's genderless, right, at this point. Because sometimes it, uh, it wakes up as a female. Sometimes yeah, the, it wakes the up actual as a male. thing is not the person; it's the soul thing. It's that the is soul. Going Let's call it a soul, right? Yeah. Right. Interesting. So, it also has the option uh, to stay in there longer than it's wanted. Really? It, it depending how weak the person is, it can push them. And this is part of the movie. Like this, this happens in the movie because the girl really sounds like Venom. Yeah, it's it's really you know what it's a love story, but it's really interesting because like just the concept, right? Just the mat, like how would you live every day? You're changing, and you can either ruin this person's life. This thing, this thing isn't evil, so it doesn't try to do that. Yeah. But in one of the people that takes over, it's um it's looked at as being like the devil, you know uh. what I mean? So it's interesting. It is definitely a love story, but just like the sci-fi part of it. Yeah. Of like being able to do this is I just thought was really cool and I and I enjoyed it, 
Um, not a hundred percent. I probably would have enjoyed it more if like more people were getting teared apart and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, but yeah. um, it definitely was an interesting movie. I just, I concepts really cool. Like yeah. to change bodies every day for the rest of your life, and it's always a body in the same age. So if they they were a baby, they were switching bodies since they were babies, and then every year uh, this thing gets older. So does the body it, it consumes, right? So, but yeah. here's some of the like ethical questions. They want to stay together with this. Uh, this female wants to stay with it, and she's fine with it being a different body every day, right? But what yeah. happens when it gets older and it goes into a body of someone who's married and has kids and basically is meeting up with this other girl and having an affair? Oh yeah, seriously. You know what I mean? So it, it's it's just the concept of it's crazy and and it's genderless, which I think is like the whole twenty eighteen thing. Now, it doesn't right? choose what body it ends up. In? It doesn't choose. It oh. just wakes up in a body. It has no choice. Interesting. I got to check. Just this someone nearby. Just someone nearby. That's the only thing. Is it's that's, someone nearby. That's really crazy. Just that concept in general is really crazy. Yeah, that concept in general is what got me. Like, whoa, chick flick or not, this is some crazy concept. So every day, I got to put that down on my list of something to watch. I think um, Sam will enjoy it too. Uh, so what else have you been up to? You play any video games or anything lately? Or I recently uh, was playing Kirby a little bit more on the uh, Switch. You actually got the full game, or I didn't get the full game. I was still playing the demo. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So cheap. I was still playing the demo. Here's the messed up part. I I didn't beat the demo. I finally beat the demo. Yeah. Uh, after beating like uh, some sort of boss, and it pops up and it's like it gives you a whole like trailer of all the cool things you'll be able to do in the full game. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, damn, you That's know, so and, cool. And you're like, yeah, I want to do it. all those. Yeah. I'm still not buying it. <laughs> it's just like $80. You know what I mean? It's like, I can't not for, you know, Kirby. I'm sorry. I, I think I'll enjoy it. I just won't play it enough to, you know, I'll wait till it's on sale. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, uh, one you. game that we did buy was, um, Lego superheroes two. Oh, okay. I think that's what it's called. I bought that How's for that? Um, well. Amanda had you given her a gift. Um, yeah, yeah, over Christmas, thirty-five dollars like, for yeah. Christmas, and that game was on sale for like I think uh, thirty-nine or twenty. I don't know what it was. Yeah, and I was like, hey, you know, you really enjoy Lego games. Pick this up. So I'll let you know how that is. I'll probably play with it a little bit. Yes. Haven't really played any other other games. What about you? I've been playing. Um, so this weekend on the Switch, you can actually play. I think it's called Mario Aces. It's their Mario Tennis for Switch. Um, Is it like free for now? They have a demo. It's like a beta sort of thing. And you can download it from the store and you can play their tournament mode, which puts you online with other people, uh, you know, facing other people. And uh, yeah, like I sunk a lot of time into that yesterday. I've never played a Mario sports game like not even Strikers, which was their soccer or their golf or even their Mario tennis games. But but this game is super fun. Uh, oh, don't yeah. get me wrong. I'm not great at it. I lost a lot more times than I've won. But I got into a point yesterday where I kind of knew what I was doing and I was actually starting to win more matches. Uh, and it's just it's really fun. I recommend anybody who, well... By the time you listen to this podcast, you won't be able to play it. But, um, you know, check it out if they ever put out a demo when the game actually comes out. So uh, the beta is over already? The beta will be over tomorrow, I think. So today is the oh, last okay. day. Today being Sunday is the last day that you'll be able to play it. It started on Friday. Um, but, yeah, I've been playing that. I've been playing Zelda in Master Mode, which I 
tried to, I kind of covered in a previous episode, but we lost that episode, uh, which is really fun. It's nice to, the thing I find about master mode is I don't get into many engagements very often, but I do a lot more exploring and I've seen parts of that game that I haven't seen during my regular play playthrough. Yeah. Cause that's a huge open world. And yeah, yeah, it's huge. And the other piece is now that I have all the DLC, I'm doing things. I'm stumbling upon things that are part of the DLC that that uh, weren't there before, basically. Um, so that's that's pretty cool. So I've gotten some equipment. Uh, I'm trying to actually do a mission where I get a, a motorcycle as one of the horses that you can ride. Really? Yeah. I didn't even think that thing had motorcycles in it. Yeah, Is that, that DLC? It's DLC, yeah. It has oh, a okay. single motorcycle that you do a mission for. Uh, and it's pretty cool. I also got this armor that you can put on your horse that allows you to summon him from anywhere. So Yeah, that yeah. that's interesting because that was one of the things I thought you could do when you like whistle for your horse. I was like, why isn't this asshole coming? Yeah. Like I don't get it. And you it's have like, to be oh, so near okay a stall. But you can find oh, yeah. this this ancient armor and you put it on the horse and uh, basically you could be all the way across the map and press the button and he'll literally sort of like warp to you, sort of like when you fast travel places, you know, the, the blue the blue visual. Right, right. Like yeah. he'll literally just like warp into place right next to you. And this uh, is DLC content as well? I don't know, actually. I don't know if the ancient armor is DLC or not, but uh, if it is, like... If it isn't, I would recommend anybody get it because it's so useful to just be able to call your horse whenever you want. You're getting me interested in the game again. I haven't played in so long. Yeah, it's it's super fun. I mean, I love I love uh, playing these Nintendo games. I've tried to revisit like Mario, but I feel like I'm not I'm not really invested in going back and trying to play Mario Odyssey right now. Um, I'm just gonna stick to playing Zelda. Uh, and maybe a bit of Celeste, but that's besides the point. Um, yeah, anything else? Anything else? Like, we have E3 next week, which is, uh, I think it's next week. It starts J June 8th, yeah, so it's next Friday. Next Friday is E3. Uh, Super excited. Yeah, there's, you know, plenty of games that they'll probably announce. I'm super stoked for Microsoft to show off. Uh, and give an actual release date for Crackdown because God knows they have to do that at this point. Right. Um, I know it's been it's been delayed how many times now? Yeah, seriously. We've already seen Black Ops Four, which looks pretty cool. I still don't know how I feel about the multiplayer only. Yeah, multiplayer only situation, but that's um, that's a topic for another day. I'll probably still buy it. Y you know me, like I always talk shit about games and then still end up buying them. I haven't um, bought a Black Ops in a very long time. Will you be buying that for the console or the PC? It'll definitely probably be on the console because that's where all of our friends are. Unfortunately, right. me and you are the only two people with a PC to play this game. So you know what? If you if buy it's it, on sale, I'll, I'll, still I'll buy get it. On it. PC. I'll get it. I'll get it if you if you buy it. What? Yeah, you'll get I it no problem. <laughs> Shut up. You'll get it anyway. We're on a family sharing thing. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I got it then for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Anything that I get, you'll get. Uh, w will you play? Probably not. That's a different story. It depends. If if enough people play, this is the Bro, problem. You're gonna with be games like, oh, I have to replug this Xbox in. God damn it! It's actually plugged in. It, randomly, I see the <laughs> light turn on. You know how it updates in the background? Yeah. So I'm just like 
what are you doing? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you, you work so much in the background. I should have gotten an achievement for the Xbox in the background the longest. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, like it's downloading probably updates for games and, you know, updates for the dash. And I have no idea. I'm probably going to turn. I remember the first time I turned on my Xbox one after so long that they changed the whole dashboard. And I was yeah. like, oh my God, where are all this, the buttons? Oh, where do I go, go to say, how do I go talk to my friends? I don't even know how to talk to my friends anymore. That's hilarious. Uh, so yeah, E3, we know of a couple of games because Walmart, Walmart kind of leaked them. We've talked about this previously. Also a topic that got lost of the previous podcast. Right. Um, there's some pretty cool games that, that, that they leaked, you know, like Splinter Cell, uh, a few, a few things that we know about like Gears of War 5. Um, I actually have a question about one game here. Yeah. And I'm just wondering if you've ever played the original because i was looking at some like trailers and uh gameplay yeah it looks really cool i've actually thought of possibly purchasing it for the pc but you'll know if it's my type of game or not because you know what i like to play okay that's dragon quest dragon quest which uh, it's rumored here dragon quest 2 which i think has already uh, been dragon announced quest if I'm not builders wrong. yeah so builders is like a very minecraft-esque style game the first one i think is already on the pc so yeah, it is on the PC. That's the one I'm talking about, the original one, the Dragon Quest. Would I like that? Um I mean, it's it's a it's like an RPG with like Minecraft style stuff where you can build stuff. I mean, yeah, Graphically, you'd it looks probably amazing. enjoy it cuz I don't think it's like a hardcore RPG. It's like a softcore RPG with with Minecraft stuff in it. And what I mean by Minecraft stuff, I mean it's just like gathering materials and building stuff. Um, okay this is i just looked up the game this is not what i was thinking this is not, I, i've seen a different game then and i'm confusing the names nope yeah yeah dragon quest I was so dragon quest 2 i here. would say yeah you probably enjoy it but it's it's accessible for i think anybody to enjoy i think maybe i saw like someone talk about dragon quest 2 yeah and dragon quest 2 is going to be the exact same as dragon quest 1 except with the 2 at the end is it yeah I mean, they haven't redone it, like you know. I don't think so. It's Dragon Quest. They're all that cartoony style. Every Dragon Quest okay, that so has it's ever not existed. What, it's not what I saw. Then I have to find the name and then talk to you about it in a different podcast. My bad. Yeah, that is not what I saw. It's I, I'm looking at the picture here, and it's it's the character photo that's got me confused. But I actually I'm looking at the character for the Destiny comment. <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm getting confused about oh you're but wondering about another... destiny comet i don't know do you like destiny if the answer i do is like yes, destiny <laughs> then maybe no, you'll there like is destiny another... comet <laughs> there's another game something dragon if i'm not wrong and it, and it's a pc i think i put it on my steam like favorites and it looks really good then go to your steam but favorites. i'll talk to you yeah but i probably didn't put it on there i'm probably just saying that <laughs> but go ahead okay. continue talking about these games coming out i'm gonna try uh, to search yeah well so yeah we had um we had a big leak from walmart basically and walmart leaked a bunch of games that were supposed to be announced at e3 one of them is rage which i have very mixed feelings about uh as a game uh in general i'm excited about rage um but then we had really like uh, the first one. we had a bunch of givens but like Splinter Cell, Just Cause 4, Dragon Quest 2, Destiny Comet, Borderlands 3, Assassin's Borderlands Creed. Borderlands 3 I wasn't expecting and I'm super yeah, excited Yeah, but you about. know what? Gearbox ended up coming out and saying that no, we're not working on a Borderlands 3. So I don't know oh, how did true they? that is. Yeah. Huh. Um, that's, that's awful. I wouldn't be, I wouldn't, 
you know, or maybe like they are, but they're not announcing anything at E3. So maybe there is a Borderlands 3. Rage 2 was the biggest one because shortly after that, Bethesda actually came out and just did a full reveal for the game and they'll talk more about it during their press conference. But then we have the givens like Forza 5, Forza Horizon 5. For anybody who doesn't know, the Horizon games are on a yearly cycle. So this year is a Horizon game. Next year will be a motorsport. The year after that will be a Horizon game. That's how they cycle them out. Um, and then we can expect Gears of War 5. Everybody knows that. People are also speculating we're going to see Halo 6. Uh, but there hasn't been anything announced so far or leaked. So who knows? But E3 is around the corner. So we'll start with... Uh, I think Bethesda is the first uh, press conference. Is uh, it? And then yeah, so like usually Bethesda and a couple other companies are the first ones to go, which is on like the Friday, and then as they go, or maybe they're the last. I could be wrong, but like I know it's like Microsoft, then it's like Ubisoft, EA, then it's Sony. Nintendo always does their own thing, so they don't really have a time. Uh, and then Bethesda is another one that that has a press conference as well. So, and what are you the most excited about though? So for me, I have a couple of things. I really want to see uh, what Microsoft is bringing to the table this year, uh, especially games-wise, because I feel like lately games have been kind of lacking on the Xbox platform. Um, I, I, have a, I have a suspicion that Xbox is going to go all in on PC again uh, in a major way, so announce that a lot of their previous titles will be available on PC, which will be cool. That would be um, really cool. And then the other things from the other places, like from Nintendo, I want to see what new games are coming out. I want to see more on a couple of teased games that they've talked about, like Metroid. Um, for... I agree with that, <clears throat> especially on the Switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Where it seems like it's lacking when it comes to uh, games, big time. Well, they've announced a couple of games but never gave dates, so maybe this is the the point in time where we'll get to see like the the Yoshis of the world the uh you know the metroids the super smash bros getting actual dates for these games so we know when they'll come out which will be fun because um, when i go into my switch it's a it's a lot of sorry to cut you off but when i go into my switch a lot of it in, in the store there is just like redone games for the switch um like i was looking at uh, donkey kong tropical breeze i think it was on there yeah uh, tropical from breeze, nintendo wii u which i just picked <clears> up so it's a great game did you yeah so you know i had that game on the wii u i don't want to pay 79 dollars for it again so I just, but did you even play sense. it on the Wii U? That's the question. Because if you didn't, then you didn't get to experience the game. Then you should probably pick it up. The other piece I is, did play it. The other, the other piece is, is that $79 is pretty steep for a Nintendo game. That's the other piece. But that's besides the point. Especially for a relaunched game. Like a, a game that's already been launched. And like I don't know yeah, how much you work know goes what? into that, porting the, those it over. Games, but... Those games are not for you, the person who owned a Wii U. You know, for the person who just those are the, the people who the like time. never bought a Wii U and have a Switch right. now and never got to experience that game, right? So there's been a couple of titles that they've done that with, but they've they've announced enough titles that are new to the console that I just want to know where we're at with them. When can we see them? Like I I wouldn't even doubt that the new Super Smash Brothers is like is just a port of the Wii U version. You know, but I don't care because I didn't have a Wii U and I didn't get to play that version except for on my DS and I want to play a Smash Bros. on my on my Switch. Right? I don't think there's much you could do with Smash Bros. anyways. That's that you know what I mean? Like brand new Yeah, yeah, new characters. It's like a Street Fighter, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I agree. 
Um, By the way, then, they had the Street Fighter collection on there, which I thought was really cool. Yeah, it looks really awesome. Uh, I've heard great things about it. Um, the other piece I want is I want to see what Sony's doing this year. Because I, I haven't fully committed to buying a PlayStation so I can play God of War because... It's so close to E3, I'm afraid they're going to announce something like a price cut or like a new version of the console or something like that. And I don't want to invest my money and then find out that a better version of this thing is coming out, you know. Um, I agree. Especially if they come out with a slimmer version, The that version usually is cheaper. They try to make it cheaper. Yeah, they do. But there is a PS4 Slim already. There is, there is, but they could so they we'll, could update specs. They could do something. I don't know, or they could right. just price drop. Right? Imagine buying the console like three weeks ago and then finding out, you know, you know, three weeks later that the console dropped down to like two seventy nine. You're like, oh shit! Why did I, why did I spend the money? It's past my exchange date. They're not going to give me the money difference. Well, yeah. usually that's a thirty day price match guarantee, depending where you go. Yeah. So you would get the difference, but I do understand if they come up with a newer, slimmer console and they make that cheaper, then you wouldn't get the difference. Yeah. Because it would just phase out the uh, the older version, right? Exactly. Then it would be on sale. Yeah. So yeah, I, th- that's that's one of the biggest pieces for next week for for E3. Um, I guess we'll have to just wait and see. You know what what happens, what's exciting, what we're stoked yeah. about. I definitely will be watching all that stuff throughout the week. But it's definitely going to be on our topics for oh, next. Yeah. But the biggest thing for next week is WWDC. And so for those who don't know, it's the Worldwide Developers Conference. It's an Apple conference that happens every year where they talk about what's new in iOS. Uh, and so they're going to announce whatever iOS 12 has to offer. Um, and there's been a lot of rumors a lot, a lot of rumors about how Apple is going back to the drawing board, and they've they've put back features. They're you know they're not going to work on features for this next release. They're going to work on stability. But I feel though, I feel as though they've worked on stability through iOS 11 with all the point releases. You know, point one, point two, point three, and point four. But they're always going to work on stability. Yeah, but I I don't think they're going to push aside features in iOS 12 just so they can release stability. You know what I mean? But I've heard this too because everybody's expecting a big, like, you know, slight redesign or just something new, right? Kind of like we got with the iOS 7. But a lot of people are saying, no, this is just going to be like combing through and getting all the little bugs out because it has been buggy, especially like I think iOS 11. Was it iOS 11 when it started becoming really buggy or was it 10? Um, 10, 10 got at, at 10.3.3, it was super stable. Like they stabilized that. And then 11 brought in some more bugs. 11 is where we had a lot of those text bugs where you could send somebody a character and it would fucking lock their phone. And those still exist. Like there's something called a black dot or something right now where they kind of fixed, but they didn't fix. Yeah. And I don't understand like why that happens. I'm assuming it comes down to code or it's, just, it's, just it's, it's character. Yeah, it's rendering whatever it is. It, it's it's stupid little bugs that there. You got to remember, most of these things are found in like some. It's either like probably like a different keyboard with a different language yeah. with a certain character that not not a lot of people use. So it's when it comes obscure. out, it's right. It becomes a big deal, and everybody kind of wants to do it to mess around with anybody with an iPhone. But it's not like spread as big as people make it. Oh my God! There's a, like this thing that could shut down your whole iPhone. Yeah. The it's media, like, but the, the chances of you actually, like yeah. That. 
but then that's that's what the media is there for but i don't know i don't know honestly i would love to see you know a big update with a, a lot of new features and a lot of things that i want to see in ios 12 what, what do you want to see in ios 12 you know what? There's a few things, uh, and this is coming from Android, that I totally miss. I miss being able to unlock my phone um, with different options, s- such as like having on my smartwatch. Right now, it's it's the opposite with iOS. If you have your phone and you unlock it, you unlock your smartwatch. Yeah. I think it should be the other way around as well. If I have my smartwatch on me, like a Bluetooth unlock, I'm going to call it that. In, uh, in um, Android, they call it uh, smart... Yeah, I use this feature. Where it's like, yeah, you've oh, used we the feature. It's been in your pocket and it's on you. So when you pull it out, it will be unlocked automatically. It unlocked. Uh, if you are in your car and it's connected to the Bluetooth in your car, it yeah. will automatically be unlocked. If it's connected to a certain Wi-Fi or in a certain GPS area, or like certain accessories like that are Bluetooth, you could you could set it up where like, hey, um, you know, I'm I'm connected to my car right now. That definitely means I have my phone. If you lose connection, lock it up, right? Yeah. These are features I want to see. I think they should, you know, give us more options, especially with something like Face ID that with with me doesn't work all the time, it would be awesome to not have to worry about it. Well, you got to stop as being as, so ugly and then it might work. I'm, I'm going to try it the best I can. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, right now, just give me the Bluetooth option. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, there's, yeah, I agree. There, that's one of the things I want to see. Uh, I was actually looking up what other people want to see and I was seeing if I could agree. Definitely some Siri upgrades, some but Siri that's, improvements. That's the biggest rumor now is... Is a couple of weeks ago, someone asked Siri, like, what, what, uh, what's happening at WWDC? And she said something like, I'm getting a new voice or something like that. And, and people are assuming that is implying that one of the biggest things post HomePod that they're going to be announcing at WWDC is the improvements that they're making to Siri. Um, right. And like, well, Siri, go ahead. <clears throat> from what I understand from Siri is she is getting a new voice. It's Star Wars related. And now this is coming from the, you know, the deep secret people I know. And uh, she's no longer ever going to make a mistake because she's going to have the Chewbacca sound. So what? <laughs> so even though you might be like, hey, can you turn on this? And she doesn't. Well, yeah. she's still going to be like. <laughs> so. <laughs> You don't know if she said she didn't understand you or no or yes or she can't. But <clears throat> no, no but I, 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 that's actually funny. Which, which voice do you think she would? What voice would you want to hear on Siri? I don't think she's getting custom voices, but no. If, oh, no. man, we need to. Well, she, there's if there's I would if voice. I would uh, if I would ask for one voice, I would love her voice to be. Uh, you ever watch that movie? Her. Yes. Okay. So uh, with uh, Scarlett Johansson Scarlett, plays yeah. the v- virtual assistant. So if I would say switch out her voice for anybody, it's like I would just love my assistant be to, to be Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> yeah, but then at that point you'd be talking to her all day. Your wife would be around, be like, well, not, not it, well, there's not <laughs> the problem with Siri is that there's no utility in her right now, other yeah. than some basic features, right? So no, I wouldn't be talking to her all day because I can't really do much when talking to no her. she's she's that, that's what i'm talking about improvements in that end as well right yeah i i think that's going to be the more. biggest piece i also think I that they might announce spotify for the home pod but we'll see i think that's already isn't that rumored like for sure that's going to come out not, not I, rumored, I have, but like I have no clue. basically i have no I would clue. hope so i would like to see especially with like the new oleds a uh, really dark dark mode like true black because, yeah. like, think about all the battery you would save on that as well, right? Yeah, but, but like, I don't the like whole those menu true system. black modes. Those true black modes are ugly. 
They yes, look, they and look no. like it they look broken. They look like like somebody went finished. under accessibility like they and they them. turned on inverted colors. That's what they look like. They look like garbage. But I think there's a certain place and time for them. Like, have you ever been, in, you know, at night on your bed and you want to go through the menus and the settings and like it's super bright? Yeah. But I like. like oh. But look at tweet tweetbot's dark mode. I like tweetbot's dark mode. It's not fully black. It's like a like a grayish gray. Yeah. It looks nice. That. <clears throat> Would you like, and you've you've tested an Android, as as people will hear in our last uh, podcast. Would you like movable icons? Because this is one of my big things. And I've to told wherever you, this you want them to be, basically. wherever you want, they don't have to be in order. Just wherever you want. I, I think it would be cool. Yeah, definitely. Do I think they'll do it? Probably not. But no, they won't for sure. Uh, T- talking about that dark menu and the settings and being yeah. dark. I miss with a passion swiping down okay. to my con- control center settings, whatever quick settings on yeah. my Android yeah, yeah. and just having the little cog there to go to settings immediately. Why is this not a thing? Because you can easily just swipe down, press S E T and settings will show up. That's already look, look how many, look how many different steps you had to take. How often are you going in settings that you need to go into settings? Okay. You're right. Let me give you an example. You don't need the cog, but at least give me one other option, which is this this is on Android. Yeah. I swipe down to my quick settings. Okay. I got I got my Wi-Fi there. My Wi-Fi yes. is like, hey, I just I don't want to turn it off and on. I want to go into Wi-Fi settings. Yeah. I just hold it. Okay. Yet this is not an option on my iOS device. Okay. I can't hold eventually, it. Eventually, I, I don't I I can't say yes, but I would assume that at some point but they're what, add that's more a feature I'd like to see to control center, so well, that, I'm just telling you the feature that I'd like to see. That's yeah. definitely, if you're not going to give me the settings cog, then give me, Why you know, you the 3D touch. Why do you need to get into your Wi-Fi? Well, sometimes let's say I go in someone's house and they're like, hey, go into the settings and, and check this today in the morning. I'll give you an example how it happened to yeah. me. My uh, 5G wasn't working. So my router, because it's a Rogers garbage Hitron router, yeah. it uh, decided to just stop working the Wi-Fi. I had to reset it. But it's still connected to the 2.4, but it wouldn't connect to the 5 okay. gigahertz. So I had to go into settings. I had to remember where I like, usually I keep my cog right on the main, but because I just went back to iOS, I haven't really organized it the way I like it. Yeah. So I was like trying to 3d touch this thing and I realized that when I 3d touch, touch the, settings? the Wi-Fi icon. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the, in the quick settings or the, whatever it's called. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. Control in the center. center. And control center. Yeah. So I try to 3d touch that, but all it does is open up and show you all the other menus in there. Right. Yeah. That's another thing I'd like is like being able to control center, customizing where the icons and everything go, not just having them grouped in the way maybe you want them grouped yeah. and not in the way they think they should be grouped. Yeah, I agree. I, I would like for them to give us more customization to the control center and maybe a bit more features. Maybe you could add buttons like settings into there, you know, and maybe they'll and change the way, uh, you know, the Wi-Fi and all that stuff works in some sort of way. And let me ask you this. Do you agree or do you disagree? It's time to put up the five gig, you know, normal cap that comes on if you don't buy any more storage. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, definitely I, time I think, to put uh, that up. They did it for schools. I wouldn't doubt it if they do it this year somehow, you know, give everybody 50 gigs as the baseline, you know. Well, 50 gigs would be awesome. I didn't think they, I thought maybe 10 gigs. Like I'd love them. I'd love to have to stop. I'd love to be able to stop using my Google photos. Yeah. And Apple just coming out with like, hey, we'll give you an unlimited storage of photos at normal HD, 
but not at like full resolution of the picture you took. Yeah. Just like Google offers, right? I think that would be like just really cool. Just just like take that step and be like for photos that you take on our phones, you know, because we've paid a good a good penny for your your hardware for yeah. owning this phone just like cuz that's right now um you know, you can't beat the Pixel. The Pixel's like, "Hey, you buy a Pixel and as long as you own it, all your photos are updated at full resolution." For yeah, but free. that's as long as you own it, right? Like yeah, but that I, would probably be something they carry Apple on. I doing something like this, but I, I, I honestly don't know. Like, I can wish, I also wish that they would do something like this, but, you know, or even say, hey, like, all your photos are unlimited and they don't count towards your iCloud storage. Like, great, awesome. But the, the question is, like, will they do it? Like, do they have a reason to? What is their, what is the numbers on the stats saying that they, you know... I think they're more likely to actually just give people 50 gigs since they gave schools 200 gigs a person. Uh, then is that uh, what they did? Schools get 200. Yeah, Sorry, I didn't, that, I didn't even know this. 200 that, gigs, uh, and this is what if you're a student? Yeah, with that student uh, announcement that they did a couple of months back, they announced with the that iPads? every yeah every student will get 200 gigs of iCloud storage. Um, which is the current plan that I'm on. Hey, if Apple wants to give me also 200 gigs of iCloud storage for free, I'm like, sure, I don't care. I won't pay for iCloud storage ever. You know, Not that it's that expensive either per month. It's not. Still... It's, I pay 450 after tax, and I share it with you and my wife and your wife. Right. Right? So, like, it's. It, I'm not saying it's expensive, but if they want to give it to me for free, sure, I'll take it for free. Especially when you, you know, their hardware is expensive enough. Yeah, no, it's fine. But again, I, I've always been of the opinion that like iCloud, the iCloud centric stuff has never been Apple's, you know, strong suit. You know, even in the past when it was called Mobile Me, like, you know, it's something that Apple needs to really fix and focus. And I think in the coming years that they'll make focused changes on on all that. Uh, but I don't know. I, I don't know if that's going to be something that they announced this year. But yeah, I agree. I, the other thing I want to see from iOS 12 is I want to see them improve notifications somehow because right now notifications no, definitely. are bleh. You know. And you you've had the uh, the Android experience for a very short yeah, period. Even if they did but... something similar to that, where if I dismiss a notification for an app like Domino's Pizza, then the red marker or badge on the icon disappears. Great. Like even something as simple as that, and grouping similar messages would be great. Like, you know, all my I messages will from do my something. message will be in the same bubble or whatever. You know. I think they will do something. I mean, I mean, they have to. It's it's been one of the biggest complaints. Like Android's notifications, um, are so much better than what they are on iOS. Yeah, I, in my opinion, anyways. And I think like um, it's one of those those areas where they know they need work. So I wouldn't be surprised they they do something with that. Yeah. Now talking about iPhones, I don't know if you want to go into this segue, but like um, they knew about the bending situation. Oh, yeah, yeah. Six? Yeah, court documents came forward and said that they knew about the iPhone 6 bending problem, the structure. It was It was more likely to bend, not that it seven had Seven times more likely. Wasn't it seven times or I something? Don't, I didn't read anything that gave an actual amount, but yeah. And that's why because for the 6S, they put in the, the, the structural support in the actual backing. And I actually watched that video on Unbox Therapy because a lot of people, you know, 
they shat on the guy. You know what I mean? A lot of people were really pissed off that he was just looking for a reason to hate Apple. And, um, you know, he was well, going to the that's, extreme. That's the equivalent of, you know, every major Apple slash, you know, Android fan. They don't like whatever someone has to say. They're going to talk shit, right? Like, And if anyone likes Apple, it's Unbox Therapy. Because did you know about Unbox Therapy? Realistically, most of his viewers were after that incident. He yeah. became, he blew up with bending the but iPhone, he, the he, bend gate. But he doesn't, like, he doesn't like Apple products. Nobody in his video, he thanks them because if it wasn't for them, he wouldn't have got half of, you know, most of the people. Oh, yeah. He, he wouldn't have been them. as popular as he is today if he didn't do that bend gate video. Yeah, definitely. He also, he also says that he's not out there to, like, shit on the company, but he, he does this so that you don't go out and spend the money, you know? And then find out that it has this this issue. And if he doesn't do this, companies won't be trying to make their their stuff better. Right? That's and the it's same true. as that other YouTuber, that bald guy who like fucking tears apart phones and. Yes, that's um. F- uh, oh man, is. you made me forget his name right now. I watch him all the time. Uh, he just like destroyed a lock recently. I forget what his name. Yeah, is. Yeah, Smart Lock. He like you know he broke into it like super simple, like yeah. uh, a hundred dollar fingerprint scanner fingerprint sensor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like that and guy, he just bypassed it. That guy's that his entire channel is Jerry like, Rig. Hey, I, everything Jerry Rig. Yeah, everything yeah. Jerry Rig. If I'm not wrong, uh, he he literally destroys products to show you you know if they're worth buying or not. He's also the guy who like got big on the Nexus Six P being having a problem, right? Wasn't it? He was yeah, saying see, like the screen was like really brittle. It was very bad glass or something like well, that. Well, no, it wasn't even the bad glass. It was that the body in the back was um was aluminum, but it was being held onto the chassis like the rest of it with like what they call duck feet or something like that. It was plastic. Oh, okay. So it didn't make any sense. It was like it was just not it was not built. He was showing properly. that like you could easily split this phone in half. Yeah, by you could just bend this like thing dropping it basically. But yeah, I wouldn't say Lewis like loves Apple. Like he's he's pretty much a an an Android guy. Always has been. Uh, but yeah, he can thank Apple for you know his channel exploding because that's him bending the phone is why his channel exploded. You know, within weeks after that video, he had like a million viewers, like a million subs. Like, you know, I could be wrong on like the stats and the time frame, but like he he blew up because of that video. The man started uh, getting interviewed. He I, was on I love the that news. guy, though. He's, tr- he's <laughs> he from is, he's Toronto. Awesome. He's Canadian. Good on him. I love to see a fellow Canadian, you know, make it that big on YouTube. Um, he's like our version of MKBHD, basically, you know. Yeah. That, they, yeah. They basically give their thoughts and opinions on devices. He goes into more detail on everything, but like he in a sense, has... like he covers more types of products that MKBHD does, but he's... He's also very different. Like he does a lot of like random things, like the weirdest phones. Yeah. I just yeah. watched a video where he was doing like the weirdest phones. Or those like that super you can tiny get. phones. He's like, oh, look at no, this. No, there it's was a fully functioning the, tiny phone. Basically. But there was one on his last, uh, his last, uh, one of his episodes was a cigarette pack, like a marble oh, yeah. cigarette pack. And on the back is the a phone. And uh, he did like an old, like, uh, remember Zach from Saved by the Bell, one of those big phones? Yeah. And this thing had like a huge flashlight on it. And it was like, it's just hilarious. The sounds they make, you know what I mean? And like at some of these phones, you look at them, it's like, where was the market? Like how much money did you spend on developing this phone? Who buys it? <laughs> Seriously. Who buys this? Seriously. But it's novelties, There's, right? A lot of what he, yeah. he has videos where he goes through novelties or, you know, uh, 10 products I found on Amazon. He'll show you if they're like, 
you know, open them up, see if they're good or not, you know, genuine impressions. He's a, he's a good guy. Uh, but yeah, going back to the whole Apple thing. Yeah, they knew, which is kind of shitty, you know, but you know, I well, just the whole thing like- is they're being sued, right? And they had to release all the uh, all the documents. And and one of the documents were, hey, you knew about this, and you've kind of played it off like you didn't know. And you know, this is a really rare occasion, which it still was. It wasn't something like everybody was getting their yeah. phone, you know, bent. But they knew it was a possibility. And you can't go into something being like, oh my god, we're shocked. And then you're like, no, we knew, you know, prior to our last phone, this was blah 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 times more. Um, you know, prone to bending. Yeah. You know, you're trying to build a better product and and being able to bend it, uh, you and, know, and a while, lot easier. Yeah, and while that sucks, like in a lot of ways, it was a better product. It did have a flaw. Apple products generally, I would say, have been known some for kind of at gate. least one flaw per generation. You know what I mean? Like, it's not surprising. Yeah, they're being sued. Yeah, they probably will lose that lawsuit. I wouldn't doubt it, you know. Uh, especially after that knowledge comes out, right? That they knew that it was way more likely to bend. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's, you know, I, I, the other pieces, and I'm going into like super defensive Apple mode, but uh, <laughs> the other pieces, like there are other companies who probably do all this shit, but we don't talk about them because, you know, no one cares about them. You know, and people we care do though. About we talk about Samsung's blowing up battery. No, we no, talk no. About, I, like you just I'm said. not even. But that that was a situation where it happened. Trust me, iPhone batteries blow up too. It just depends on the circumstance, and, and it's it doesn't happen often. Just people don't talk about it because it doesn't happen often enough. What I'm saying is that Apple is in a very particular situation where they, unlike a lot of their competitors, even for people who don't buy their phones, watch them. Yeah. No, I right? get it. WWDC is going to happen. Every Android person that you probably know and I probably know is going to watch or watch some sort of recap of what they announced. And then they're going to say, oh, we had that 10 years ago. Oh, we've uh, we've been doing that since time. Oh, blah, 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 blah. You know what I mean? But that's not the point. The point is, is that this is new for their audience and this is you are not their audience. Right. Um Another thing of it, just to kind of uh, go in there, now anybody can watch it on any uh, browser or mobile device as long as you have uh, HTML5. Yeah, WWDC, yeah. They they can now right. watch it on Chrome. I think it's you have to have like a web, web something, WebKit or maybe a WebKit browser. From what I understand, all I needed to do was run HTML5. Yeah, okay. Then most browsers can do that, so... So that's pretty awesome. I think that's good news because like a lot of people are like, you needed to have an iOS device or yeah. or a Safari or whatever way to watch it. Yeah. Now it's kind of like, hey, everyone. There, there can watch was it. always we... those people who would put it on YouTube afterwards, you know, on their own channels. Right. So it's not like it was never accessible afterwards. But yeah, it's cool that the live version can actually be viewed on more than just a MacBook and a uh, and an iPhone or an iPad, right? Anyways, so yeah, so I think it's it's pretty awesome that you can watch it on any device because I remember wanting to watch it when I was on um, my Android phones or, you know, yeah. my PC and I couldn't and I hate it. I, I, you know, it's ruined. If you're one of those people who, who doesn't watch it until later anyways because you're busy or whatever at that time, that's fine. You've yeah. kind of figured out everything already because it's being posted as it happens everywhere and, and everything is, is is coming out but if you're one of those people who wants to have that enjoyment of watching it at the moment it's happening 
so that you don't have to just hear about everyone like texting or messaging or like Twitter, whatever. It's all over media. Yeah. Then it sucked that you had to have an iPhone or something with Safari. And you're just like, yep. come on, really? Why don't you allow me to watch it? Why are you just exclusivity again? Why are you doing this? You're basically blocking me out from watching your live I don't think that was the purpose in the past, though. I don't think they're trying to block you. Their video player is based on QuickTime. So I guess um, that's... And they built it for their browser, right? So I, I think now either they've moved on to a different video player that is supported by other browsers. I would assume that's the reason. But for the longest time, the browser video player on safari is literally quicktime or it's whatever the built-in ios video or mac os video player is right right and you can't and the web hooks for every other browser even on a macbook are looking or on a pc sorry are looking for quicktime but quicktime the version of quicktime for that video doesn't exist on a, a pc right so well, so maybe they've switched to some sort of HTML5-based web player, and that's why it's now accessible everywhere, I would assume. Okay, so to kind of end off on that note, my question to you is, what are you most excited to hear about? Is it the iOS 12 features and what's happening with software with the iPhone? Um, I, I'm I'm super excited to see, you know if they announce anything like out of the ordinary, you know, um, I think there's a couple of givens that we can expect, you know, changes, you know, every year there are things that, you know, we've wanted for a long time and they introduce. Um, but I think I'm more interested in like what they'll announce, you know, for Siri and the home pod and all their new products because, um, the home pod is coming to Canada soon and, uh, I might get one. So we'll see. I don't know. Uh, but I yeah, the HomePod, I don't know. I don't know. So it just depends. Depends on what we hear from WWDC as and that will sort of dictate, you know, if I'm still interested in buying one or not. The HomePod um, to me right now is just like you're buying it because it's a really good speaker and not because of really what it can do because Siri's not you know, it's not there for me. Not not for it's not supposed to be really a smart speaker anyways, but you're buying it basically for really good audio then. Yeah. Well, that's why I want to hear what they have to say, right? And if they're going to make any improvements, because that will like, that will dictate whether, you know, me or any future buyers of this product are still interested because the one piece that, you know, is kind of important to a lot of people is that it is a smart speaker, right? And that it is, you know, it might sound great, but if I can't use it to do other things in a world where we can buy uh, an Amazon Echo and do a ton of stuff, then what's the point? Or even a you know a Google Home Mini. So yeah, which are so affordable as well, right? They're very affordable yeah. compared to. Yeah, you're so. not buying the Mini for speaker sound quality. You're not buying the Echo Dot uh, for that either. But if you want those other features, the smart features, you can still get them and connect most of those devices, including the Mini now. If I'm not wrong, because they that was one of the updates where that it's able to connect to another Bluetooth speaker. So you've got all those smart features. Uh, also, also, I want to hear about the the Apple PowerPad, their own Q Qi charger or whatever it's called, which was announced with they, the iPhone 10. Yeah, which was like announced like last year, and yeah. like no one's heard about it since. It's a lot like their announcement of HomePods, where it took them like a, basically a year since announcement to put them out. 
You wouldn't uh, think maybe with we'll something... see the HomePods too. Actually, maybe you wouldn't think with something like a, a wireless charger that it would take so long. I, yeah. I don't know. Well, I just maybe don't... you know what I'm thinking is that they have you know they want to do like 10 watt. You know, all these other companies are doing like seven seven watt. You know, maybe they want to do 10 or 15 watt, and they're just trying to figure it out, make it work with software and hardware working together, right? And they also got to figure out how the the series three watches are going to charge. Cause that's how they said, they also said that the series three watch will be able to wirelessly charge that way too on that map. Right. So, um, so we'll see. I mean, we'll see WWDC is tomorrow. We'll have tons to talk about next week, but, uh, is there anything else that you want to cover before, uh, we head out? Anything on this list that, uh, you want to cover? Um, I was going to bring up the Steam Link app being denied entry on the Apple Store, but it seems that based on some comments from Phil Schiller that Steam was trying to push through a version of their app that didn't meet the store guidelines and that Apple is currently working with them to figure it out. Um so I wouldn't, at first I was like, oh, this is shitty. They, they were not going to see the Steam Link app on the store. But now it seems like Apple might be invested in trying to help Steam figure out what they can do to the app to make it actually meet the guidelines so that all the people who want to use this app will use it. But I guess we'll see. I'm assuming the guidelines, um, especially when it comes to streaming uh, any kind of media, they're probably like really strict guidelines when it comes yeah, to probably. the iOS store. Uh, and that's like on Android, I'm assuming they're, they're not as tough on streaming uh, media because like it's yeah. already, there's already a beta on there. We, I talked about this on another podcast. I don't know if it's one that made it to air or not, but um, I talked about this on a podcast and I did try it on the Android and it, it was a beta still and it worked really well actually. But the majority of people will want to probably play it on a tablet and the majority of tablets sold are iPads. So it would be a really yeah. city, shitty situation to hear that it's not coming to iOS app store. Um, yeah. I, I think, I think steam and Apple can make it work. We'll, we'll see what, what happens there, but um, you know what here let's, before we end off the show, I want to hear your, uh, you put down something about phone cases and you're yes, being okay. spoiled on Amazon. So, so let's, uh, let's talk about that. And then, and so I think that I think my off. situation right now is that, uh, like I said in past uh, podcasts, that I've changed occupation. I changed occupation, and uh, I'm now in a situation where I do need like a heavy duty case, uh, something that's yeah. definitely dust, um, you know, proof, like a life proof or OtterBox, like OtterBox, something like that. So here's the situation: I'm used to Amazon, and we've talked about this in the past podcasts about how Amazon has such a great selection and affordable selection of cases. Um, Even when it comes to heavy-duty cases, they're usually like name brands you really don't know, and some of them are name brands you do know. Uh, But a lot of them are like built-in screen protectors. Now, I hate built-in screen protectors for so many reasons, and and one of them is, of course, I don't like the feeling of the plastic screen protector. Yeah. Number two, they... um, I don't think they work that well, like sensitivity and everything. They're they're not great. And a lot of them, they come with like, I guess, some kind of film on them to, to make them less like uh, prone to scratches because I assume they know they're going to be in like a, an area with a lot of dust maybe. So yeah. they, they're not as clear. Like you can see there's like a haze there, right? So I went okay. out and I want to show you this because I haven't shown you. I haven't shown you this yet. 
I bought this case and this is like $29. Okay. On Amazon. Yeah. The yep. name brand is, uh, C Cosmo, C Cosmo. And, uh, okay. I bought this thing thinking, well, this thing's got like six little screws that you use a mini Allen key. You lock it in. It's, uh, it's IP 68. It's, it's submergible, um, waterproof, dustproof. But guess what, dude, I'm about to show you this thing. It's a tank. Can you see this? Uh, yeah, I've, I've geez. okay. I'm so showing. I've, I've seen I've seen this this uh, on screen a couple of times because you, you My, lift your phone. And guess what I found out when this came this case came. Is there anything missing from here that you might use on a daily, especially at work? Do you notice anything? Like like uh, take a look at your buttons here. Uh, yeah, so it's missing the the rocker for. Uh, yes, for <laughs> they didn't even give mute. you like an option. <laughs> You know, the mute rocker doesn't exist. It doesn't exist on this case, people. And uh, the sensitivity <laughs> is is really it bad. It looks at like times. a cool case, though. Like it looks like you could drop that thing from oh. pretty far, and it's gonna take. But a here's beating. here's the problem. Look at my hand. This is my hand <laughs> trying to grab the phone. Okay, and there's another really big issue okay. in in my car, people. I do use a car mount. This thing drops the car mount. This thing weighs a ton. The car yeah. mount just starts hanging down. It cannot uh, hold this thing. This thing is massive. I, I don't know if you uh, you can put a link down in the description of which yeah, case it is one. for people to actually see. It's it's a it's a, like three layers. It's like metal, rubber, metal. Um, yeah. I don't find any like reception lost. Uh, sensitivity, I don't like. It is waterproof. So I don't know if you can see this in the video. It actually does cover the the speaker in the front. So it still allows sound to come through. I'm assuming okay. it uses like vibration, uh, if that Probably. makes any sense. But it does sound bad when it's really loud. Okay. It's th- it starts to sound bad. The main thing for me is like I can't put it in my... F- my uh... Is it easy to take off? No. And here's the problem. Th- that's what I was going to get to. It's not easy to take off. There are like... I don't know if you can see that. There's six Allen key screws. And okay. I had to remove my glass screen protectors. I thought the sensitivity issue was because I had two screen protectors on there. The one that's built in and the glass one. Yeah. So after searching a bit, and this is where I'm coming to, I've gotten cheap because I've been able to get on Amazon and get 15 to $20 cases. I'm looking at a case and I don't know if you've ever heard of this case, but it's called, um, I had a link up here and I'm trying to find it right now. It's called the Otterbox. If I'm not wrong, it's the Otterbox Pursuit. Okay. I'm trying to find where I looked it up. I can't remember now. I, th- I had a link here. Uh, I'm pretty sure it's the Otterbox Pursuit. Yeah, the Pursuit series. So uh, if you go look at this case, it's yeah. a slimmer version and it has no screen protector. So it gives you a seal around so it's dustproof and you can still put a screen protector on it, a glass screen protector. So you'll be able to oh, use okay. it you'll be able to use it with, you know, the full sensitive touch of you, whether you want to use a screen protector or not, and still have that dust proof. I don't know if it's waterproof, to be honest. Uh, I don't think it is, but it, it definitely it doesn't is, look like it's no, waterproof. It's definitely dust proof. So it has like a seal around the camera area and a seal around the whole phone. It keeps the, my major thing is dust is not water. Um, yeah. so here's the issue. It's like $70 American. Yep. Welcome okay. to OtterBox cases. And I also looked at the LifeProof. They have a LifeProof case called the LifeProof Next, which is kind of the same concept. Again, yep. it's like an eighty to seventy to eighty dollar American. I cannot justify. I'm spoiled with Amazon. Okay, I'm so spoiled with Amazon. 
So I'm I'm not spoiled with Amazon. I still can't justify eighty dollars for a case like right? that, especially when I uh, like this number one, like this, and especially if it's not something I'm gonna want to use all the time. I don't like my phone being too thick. So yeah, it's something exactly. like I'm going to take off on the weekends or after work. So I can't justify it's going to be a, it's going to be a pain to remove and to put and with back the on. the current case it seems like it's work just to take it off for the weekend. Right, it's work just to put it on. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I've come up with a solution. My solution is and I was it's kind of like my original solution before I even thought of getting a case. I used to put my phone yeah. inside of a Ziploc, like a freezer Ziploc bag. Okay, but a face ID doesn't work. Uh, it gets scratched up. It's it's thin material. My solution, and I'm waiting for it in the mail right now, is one of those. You know those cases you can t- uh, those bags you can take out to like swimming and everything. Yeah, to the I bought beach. Two of them. I told you. you bu- yeah. So how do those work? You use them on vacation? Did the face ID work through yeah, those? Yeah, yeah, it does. So there's my solution. I I wish I had okay. asked you before. Um, How's that gonna fit in your pocket? Is it that big? They're pretty big. Yeah. It, it can't be bigger than this, bro. <laughs> it cannot be bigger than this okay you're gonna show me this okay i thought it would be like foldable like i could just like kind of fold it and put it in my pocket and which brand did you get so the brand i got is called moco so that's the one looks, i i'm pretty sure like i ordered this. a moco yeah but yours has does yours have so, like that floating bubble the floating bubble no mine came with uh, a lanyard as well as an arm strap because there's this black dude can you put that up a here. little higher like so that, so I think it'll phone. be fine. I think it'll be fine. I I think that'll be fine in my pocket. I've been using a Ziploc. The Ziploc, you can kind of wrap. It really bends I mean, easily. if you have gigantic pockets, perfect. But I do. I, well, I've been fitting this in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this is literally the size of that. <laughs> that case right, and it's it. not the it's not the plastic part that is concerning. It's more of the, nope. the clip on the top that's the, the thing you're going to have a problem with. Well, I have to see. I, ju- I just want to let you know this is going back in a box and it's being returned. Uh, <laughs> Segment of the day. Yeah. Is it going back? Is it going yes. back? It is definitely going back. This is... And what's my complaint? My complaint is like literally there's no switch for the toggle. I don't know if I just didn't read. and, and You it can never say, mute his phone. I can never mute my phone. It's, or it's ridiculous. It. Not only that, I could literally... The really good thing about this is I could literally knock someone out. And yeah. s- my phone would be fine. So, yeah, that's my situation right now with the phone. I'm trying to figure out if that, because I do like a thin case, so I want to be able to just take it out of the bag after work, and I use it normally, right? Yeah. And my face ID was the biggest thing. on. Like, I have a vending machine at work, and once in a while, I like to use my Apple Pay to buy, like, you know, a drink or something. And I have to pull yeah. my phone out, and now, like, it's going to get destroyed. Like, where I work, it's, like, dusty. I'm wearing gloves and all this. I'm going to destroy my phone every Why time I it Why don't you just set up Apple Pay on your watch? Because even my watch. <laughs> because you didn't you didn't think of that. Did I you? probably did. I didn't really think of that. But I, I, I need to use my phone when I'm on break. I like to use my phone anyways and unlocking it. I don't like yeah. to have like a, a four-digit pin if that makes any sense. Yeah, it's like, you know, I, you, yeah, you pay like it. a lot of money for a phone and you're like a four-digit pin. Somebody could possibly figure this out. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what's going on with me right now. Uh, also, you know, just a quick little thing. I'm I'm going for... You know my birthday's coming up really soon, so I'm thinking of getting a haircut yep. today. I-, I want your opinion. What should I do with this mop on top of my head? I'm I'm actually thinking of just doing like zero on the sides and like two on top where I like like for my wedding. I just Yeah, you could do that. I'm thinking it's too much it? work right now. It's just too much work for this mop. 
And and I've Dude, asked my like, wife. You literally have like no hair. No, I do have hair, man. Don't even. Like I have say more that. hair than you on my head. Well, you listen. It's <laughs> I'm not used to hair, man. I'm not used to hair. So my my question He's to you is, I've, I've actually though. showed my wife a bunch of what's in haircuts in 2018 for men, and yeah. every time I'm swiping through them, she's like, nah, 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 fifi, 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 fifi. And I'm like, these are some of the actors you look at. This, these are their haircuts. Like, I can't pull off many of these because my hair's not long enough. But I've thought yeah. of doing like uh, a comb over, and she's like, don't even think about it. So I don't know if you're, you're. I don't know if like you can pull that look off. Yeah, I probably could. Like but even- spikes and like messy hair. Yeah, I could see it on you. But like the comb over is like you would need way longer hair for it to look good because even when i get my hair super short my comb over looks like it looks stupid. okay then it's it's official because of work because of my lifestyle and because i hate working on my hair i hate using like remember when you told me about products i went out and bought bought like three or four different products yeah. i've used them like three times dude i just put wow. on a hat it's just too much work i'm like hat done too much work you just put some in your hat you like don't like, you just go for the messy look where you don't have to care what your hair looks like. Just yeah, but that's what it looks like all the time. Rub your hand through your hair and the boom, done. Like it's, ah, it's anyways, like you're flawless, yeah, so but it's messy. I'm going for the easy. I'm going for the easy okay. haircut. I guess, sorry for the random tangent. We're going to end off this episode. Yeah, this is a random tangent. I don't even know if I'm going to keep that, honestly. Maybe it'll be at the end. <laughs> yeah, cut it off if you uh, want. Um, all right, that's going to be it for this episode, I guess. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. Uh, we would appreciate if you would uh, go to iTunes or Google Play Music and leave us a review. Uh, our music today is by Ryan Little. You can find him at soundcloud.com slash I am Ryan Little. You can find our podcast on Podbean as well as iTunes, Google Play Music, YouTube, and wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find us also on Twitter at Pixel Refresh Pod and Facebook at facebook.com slash pixel refresh. We post every episode there for notification purposes i guess and uh we'll be using those platforms more so thanks everyone for listening we'll see you guys later i have started the recording and now uh what the hell was that this you touching your microphone or something? I touched the microphone. Yeah, don't do me. that, okay? You're going to hurt my uh, earlobes. I said you shut your drums, not lobes. <laughs>